is before we were rudely interrupted by uh, your cat. Yes, being an idiot, as per usual. Um, I, I mean, he had some very important news, to be honest, to tell me. I don't know if you heard him. I, th- I think I know what he said. Yeah, he said, well, check out our 2 a.m. sponsors for today called Portal. <laughs> <laughs> With our first one, Portal Sleep Supplement. Amazing sleep supplement. If you want to get amazing sleep, go ahead and check them out at sleep. <laughs> Can't get over that place. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anyways, portal. Portal. That's all you need to know. 2 a.m. for like 10, 15% off. You know the drill. Yes, sir. Um, uh, one of our favorites, Vital Red Light, resembling your glasses for today. Yes. Oh, my God. Beautiful sleep as well. Uh, better skin, better hairline. Dude, what else? Great mood. Right. just It's like the supplement that you never knew you needed. Go ahead and check them out 2 a.m. as well. And our third sponsor for today, Exter. Exter's accessories are, are, are unbeatable. They're trying to change the game with how sleek and designed they are. The best wallet out there. Slimmest wallet out there as well. Mm. Totally functional. Um, yeah. Go ahead and check them out 2 a.m. Slim thick wallet. Yes, sir. And then lastly, yeah. I wish you were drinking Parazanthine. I know. But you're drinking tea. Anyways, Parazanthine is our fourth sponsor mm-hmm. that we have on the lineup. And uh, really, if you want to go beyond any of the caffeine withdrawals and negatives while also getting that hit of caffeine, so to speak, yeah. Parazanthine is the way to go. Yes, sir. That's supplied by Rarebird. Go ahead and check them out at rarebird.coffee. Use code 2AM for any of those above. They'll be down in the description below as well. Mm. Before we started this episode, I was mm. like, I was thinking of a little rhyme. I was like, really? We're in the stew, getting ready for episode 212. Mm-hmm. And you know how we do. Just chilling, you know? Catman do. <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh, so I wanted to open up this uh, episode with a joke for, for you, for all of you, actually, listening as well. Sure. What is Zade's favorite joke? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Ruined that one. Can't even again. start the joke right. Well, listen, dude. Well, this is what happens when you record at 2 a.m., all right? You start to kind of just like you've had a long day. You know? wish we recorded at 2 a.m. Nobody knows that. <laughs> Stupid. All right. Anyway, what's Zade's favorite movie? Do you want me to actually think about this and give an answer? Joke's on you. Zade doesn't watch movies because he's scared of artificial blue light. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> God damn. Oh, God, dude. You're the only person that probably wakes up to watch a movie to get artificial blue light out of the way. I would rather watch a movie during the day, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. It hits different. At night? Yeah. yeah. No, no, at, at, in the morning. I mean, not in the morning, but like during the day. If you just wake movie? up and watching the dark night, like what? <laughs> it does hit, well, does it though? Kind of makes me feel lazy. Really? Watching a movie in the day. Yes, but see, that's what's amazing about it. Okay. What if you get to a point in life where... You know, you have multiple passive income streams and you get to decide what to do, right? Well, there you go. Spend your entire life watching movies at that point. Yeah. But I think there's a difference. Like, it it really depends on what movies you're watching too, you know? Um, I'm getting into this. I think the past two weeks I've been watching like a movie a day and uh, because we have a movie coming up, uh, it's going to be, we have 48 hours to do it, fully submitted with audio like cinematography and it's a contest which is insane by the way 48 yeah. hours 
and you're dealing with other teams that are submitting as well, right? So we're really trying to win this and going about like as much preparation as possible is kind of insane, but we don't know the, the prompt yet. That's the thing. You have no idea. We have no idea until 7 p.m. on Friday. So you have to start at the designated time? Mm-hmm. So 7 p.m. Friday, this is what happens, okay? You get your prompt, and you, they go down a list of all the te- teams, by the way. And right after you get the prompt, you, you go and wait. You take your, uh, your team name, you go to the next person, and they have to give you three things that, are, that have to be in the movie for you to be qualified. One of them is a prop. Okay. That's funny. And one of them is a tagline from a character. And one of them is a type of character. Interesting. So you have to include all these three to be qualified. So you have to creatively kind of infuse it into whatever film you have, including the, like within the prompt they give you. Right. So we could be, we could be horror. We could be drama. We could be sci-fi. We could be Mm -hmm. uh, action. We don't know yet. That's really tough. Yeah. That does and then test you have your... 48 hours. So what we're planning to do is we have the whole weekend off and we're going to, we already set one location and that location has surrounding outside locations as well that are easily accessible just in case because we don't know mm. what we're getting, right? Um, so think about it. Your lighting situations, um, limited on location, limited time because you have to compress as much time as possible beforehand because... Most of the shining happens, I would say, in editing as well. If your editor has one hour to edit, it's going to be a really shitty movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. If you so allow you him to... six hours, it's a lot better, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's really just getting the right shots. Yeah, dude. And editing in place. And, and then... you know, you're going to miss some sleep, probably. Unless, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to work, dude. It's my first time doing a 48-hour film fest. Well, you would literally have to do from... I, I would say, do... I say don't miss sleep. Mm-hmm. Like sunrise to sunset, mm-hmm. going into the night a little bit. Probably six hours of good sleep is fine. I think for those two days, unless you go without any sleep, and then that that basically uh, encourages creativity for the movie. Yeah, I'm not sure if that would work. I don't know. I have to figure that out. But yeah, you're preparing as much as possible. So I've been just watching movies, studying scenes. Uh, what makes a good dialogue scene? You know, mm-hmm. just more and more of it, right? And then you start by. It's not that I don't know of it, but I think once you get into the headspace of like film and, you know, impactful films, like one of my favorite dialogue scenes is from Seven, where um, Morgan Freeman's talking to one of the chief, I think, officers at the station. And it's between him, Brad Pitt walks in, and they keep switching the dialogue scene. Because you know how most dialogue scenes are just like, um, over the shoulder, like he's talking to me and then it goes back to him and it goes back to him and it goes back to him. Yeah. You know? This is, in that scene it was different. Like they kept shifting from what perspective you're seeing Morgan Freeman from, from what side of the room. So even though it's the same conversation, it kept switching and the way it made it feel was that um, they would disclude Brad Pitt out of the picture even though he would say stuff. Right? And then out of nowhere when he says something proper, he's now included in the conversation. Okay. So it's like, and then they start panicking. It's just different, you know? And that's what makes it interesting. It's like a little tweak, but okay, now you feel it as a viewer. Yeah, and I they, imagine. They crack the code for that, you know? Yeah, I imagine it's kind of like um, 
when you have like combination, you have a certain set of colors, mm-hmm. but then when you get into the combination of those colors, it's like nearly infinite. Yeah. Imagine it's kind of, kind of like that with shots. Yeah. So we have to figure out a bunch of stuff, dude. Like, um, even wardrobe, dog. <laughs> Once you figure out what your character is, you're like, all right, wardrobe, writing, shot listing. Bro. You know? That's you don't shot list. Yeah, bro. It's, it's just going to be like an insane, like, I know we're supposed to have fun with it, but imagine having that much time. How much fun do you think you'll have? You'll have a lot of fun. I, I think you'll either come out with something that's really shitty or something that's really great. Yeah. I feel like there's no in between. Yeah. And I feel like with film, I've this has happened before. I've won when I felt like it was the shittiest. Huh. Okay. And it's just like the idea went through, I guess, somehow. Yeah. You know? I don't know. It's uh, going to be interesting. It's happening this weekend. So if I don't text you back, that's probably why. <laughs> It'll be a fun experiment. Yeah. It's challenging for sure. Yeah. It's going to see what's up. But uh, what's not fun in my world is that uh, the United States has officially banned the sale, the manufacturing and sale of incandescent bulbs. Are you serious? You know what incandescent light bulbs are, right? Yeah, they're uh, anti, um, what's it called? They're like those warm. Really warm tone yeah. Um, lights. Yeah. The, the U.S. has completely banned the manufacturing and sale of them. Why? I guess for energy cost reasons. I, I don't believe in the whole conspiracy thing that Twitter believes in. Like, What the f- I, I really do think at the end of the day, it's just... What's the conspiracy thing? But yes. But what... Okay, continue that thought first. You think it's just... I think it's just money at the end of the day. Okay. More efficient lighting. I guess they're getting savings. Da-da-da-da-da. Whatever. But I imagine that there are people, especially on Twitter, who actually believe in like this conspiracy that, oh, they're trying to steal our... Uh, or incandescent light bulbs, so that we were exposed to artificial blue light more, or some shit like that. No, no, no. That's, it's too. Yeah, yeah. It's too crazy. That's way too crazy. But um, yeah, the energy saving thing. I've heard it for a while because um, like in my previous houses, when uh, I remember, like when I was younger, my parents would be like, "Don't turn on the chandelier," and I'm like, "Why?" <laughs> and they're like, "Cause that one costs too much." Then why do you have it in the house? You know. Well, it's for the guests. And shit. Oh, you know, it's, it's for like the guests. Thing, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's not really for us. You okay. can just lounge and just like watch it, have ambient lighting costing you. It's like that Arab living room that nobody you uses know? except the when the guests come over. Exactly, yeah. 20 bucks an hour to use that light. What the hell is this, dude? <laughs> Paying wages out here. <laughs> yeah. No, but that's actually really dumb because you should just still have the option, dude. Yeah, you. Sh- I bought a couple. Um, I tried to buy some yesterday, but mm-hmm. apparently it went to an eff- it went into effect August first, and you got rid of all of them. Even even to the point where I heard somebody say that they had to like smuggle them over from Arizona. I'm like we're so at this, this is point. A, this is a California thing. No, this is a this is a national national thing. What the hell, dude? Arizona, we need to hit that up right now. Um, this is why I wish Nikolai Tesla <laughs> went went through with his idea instead of. Uh, Thomas Edison, the stupid electricity, electricity bullshit. I don't know, bro. But at least I have these red light bulbs that I found. Yeah, we twenty bucks fr- a pop, bro. We need free energy, dog. We do. We do. Like, what the hell is this, dude? Man, I heard of some people like they're students, dog, and then like on student housing, they will pay. Um, I forgot what they did, but like during the winter, for example, you know how there's like high times during the day and then low times for electricity bill. Yeah. Let's just say their heater goes on. Their bill goes from like a hundred bucks to five hundred fifty. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what happened? You know, you only turned it on like three days that week or something. 
for a couple hours. Yeah. That's an insane amount of money. For something that should be universally free, in my opinion. Yeah. Like we, I, I mean, mean it, do, it does make sense to be universally free, right? It's just like water. Like, I mean, of course we have access to free uh, water. Oh my God. You know what this reminds me of? What? The UN had a freaking thing, okay, where they were talking about human rights, okay? They asked every single country, and they all agreed except one country, saying that food, every country in there said that food is a human right, except one country. Guess what country? U.S. Yep. Why? <laughs> Bro. I was like, dog, if you guys don't realize how effed we are. <laughs> what was their logic behind that? I don't know, but I read that news and I was like, what in the hell? Of course it is. I think I came across a quote from, and of course, who knows if this is a real quote, but from the CEO of Nestle. Yeah. And I believe Nestle are one of those big conglomerates. I believe he said that water should not be a free universal yeah, that's uh, so stupid. Yeah. It's a molecule, bro. Like, what in the hell are you, like, th think of the greed, Doug, to the point where you can't even recognize a human right. My question is, when are these types of people going to try to monetize the air? Oxygen. Can you imagine? You just have to, oh how would that even God. look? Bro, you want to stay alive, right? <laughs> suggest you pay the bill. <laughs> Gotta get oxygen what canisters every five minutes. This country's turning into Ocean Gate. Oh like, my god, bro. What is this? 32 hours left. <laughs> 32 hours left. <laughs> the freaking, uh, the air meter gets turned off outside. <laughs> what the hell is this? This is exactly what Simpsons did in their movie when they put the bubble, that giant glass bubble oh, yeah. on the thing. Full control. I think there was a movie based off of that except with time. Like you had a clock on your arm that was like tattooed or something digitally. What the hell? And it would count down the amount of time you have to live. That sounds and like all the a, poor people had like barely any time. Like all any, the rich yeah. people had like billions of hours. That's insane. That's like it was a, a great concept. That's like an Equalizer uh, Inception collab. Equalizer <laughs> Inception collab. <laughs> Denzel Washington flying through wormholes. <laughs> Meeting with Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, dude. I don't know. But uh, in other news that I found hilarious, to be honest... And it's, it's just, it goes to show you that there's a certain type of mentality out there. Okay. Yeah. There's a uh, Texas TikToker, sassy trucker, who is trapped in Dubai and faces two years in prison for screaming at a car rental worker. <laughs> okay. You see those videos online, like uh, Target or something? We're like, no. Yeah. Ah. You know, just, just Karens being Karens. We're mm -hmm. just kind of like battling a worker, being like, the customer's always right. Mm -hmm. You know, that doesn't slide in Dubai. No, two years. That's all she did. Yeah. Screaming at a car rental worker. Damn. They do not mess around there. They don't mess around, bro. They want it to be just as clean as the street. Why can't you give her six months and that's it? Behavior. Even six months to me sounds pretty miserable. Absurd. Yeah. But they have laws against that. And the whole point of this is that there's a mentality where people think the world is literally the West. Okay, we operate based off the West's law because they run the world. I yeah. uh, hate to break it to you, but no. I think everybody should know the laws of everywhere they're going, you know? Study up. Yeah, isn't that weird? Americans go to other places and think that uh, yeah. democracy is the, is the land of the, or the rule of, of the land. Yeah, it makes me wonder, like, okay, how small is your brain? Uh, can you even comprehend things correctly? Pretty tiny. You know?
because it, is, it goes beyond like comprehension needs to expand your comprehension. I think you need to like read, be able to understand things well, you know, um, just basic things. And I'm not talking about like reading into, you know, accountability of being a great housewife. No, no, like just <laughs> straight up anything, dude. Like you just learn about like what, what nutritional value do apples have? If you can understand that, sure, you are growing your mind, you know? Yeah. <laughs> One, another piece of information in your head. Yeah. So then it's like, I can't fathom that people that have really low education to be able to fucking understand other countries' laws, why would they even have the idea to look it up, you know? What was her profession? She's a TikToker. I don't know. Oh. I feel like that would explain a lot of it, yeah. to be honest. Short I am attention here. span, doesn't know how to deal with people because they're online too much. God has created me. To do nothing but influence. Amen. Dude, are you an influencer? I only influence her, though. Damn. I don't know. Follow my Instagram. <laughs> IG at Visual Craftsman. <laughs> Two ends. I don't know, man. Like, I feel like as a person, you should have a portfolio beyond just being an influencer, right? Wait, the, like, okay, we can we can dive into that discussion, but... First, what? I want to address the fact that she's screaming at a car rental guy. Yeah. Like, why do you have to... At what point do you have to hit in life to then scream at an employee of a business? Well, from the comments I've seen, what happened was she treated it as if she was in the United States. You know what I mean? Like, absurdity. Like, but actually you, screaming, not even yelling. Even in the United States, it's not something that's, like, normal. Uh Bro, I've worked retail, dog. I, you got a lot of screamers? <laughs> we've had stupidity. Ha like, we're, things where you're just like, dude, they're not even human. Like, you know? Jeez, bro. I guess I underestimated the population. It's just weird, dude. We had a guy once come in. I used to work at, like, cell phones and Target. Okay? And it was early in the morning, dude. We're talking, like, 8 a.m. Okay? We just opened. It's the worst time for yeah. that shit to go down. Just opened, and I'm chilling. I'm, like, putting away things that were go-backs from yesterday, people that were return things, right? I was putting them back on the shelves. All of a sudden, I, there was a line because there was something coming out, like a toy or something, okay? And people were just purchasing things. This guy skips the line, okay? And all I hear is, what the fuck, man? And I'm like, holy sh Like, so I come out one of the aisles, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? And then my coworker was like, he was like, I'm sorry, like, you didn't stand in line, you know, like, whatever. And the guy was like, I've been in fucking line for fucking 15 minutes. You didn't fucking see me. No one asked for help. I don't want to, you know what, where the fuck's your manager? I'm like, I'm literally, I'm sat there and slowly my smile starts to come in. Where I'm like, I'm like, this is actually stupid. Yeah, you're, you're stunned. It's yeah. so absurd that it's funny. This guy was at least 50. I don't know. Like, I <laughs> so you can imagine what I'm just like. Holy crap! I now know what emotional maturity is. You know? Yeah. I mean, no matter what would happen in my life or your life, I'm I'm sure we would not get anywhere near that point to where we just have a total breakdown. No, I have shame, bro. You'd feel embarrassment. Like, of course. What is wrong with you? You know? Yeah. Now, maybe if you're mentally unstable, I get it. But yeah. I've been angry before and like my tone changed, but I, I would never scream and throw a fit and start like, you know, tossing things around. It's bitch behavior. Yeah. It's a baby. T it's tantrum. <laughs> it's a tantrum. It's influencer behavior. It is. Apparently. 
Oh my God. Yeah, dude. I don't know. The world's insane. Like the more you think that you're safe and you're fine and everything's cool, you find an extra thing that you've never seen before. <laughs> you're just like, what? Yeah. I guess New York is everywhere. She, dude. It's an it's an odd time to be alive. Yeah. I don't I don't know, man. I the thing is is like we make fun of these kids and then at the same time like we also input through social media. But then I think where it comes down to it, when it comes down to it, we're more um like particular about what we let like we're down to just scroll away immediately. You yeah, know? well, especially when it comes to the creation of our content on social media. I think we're much more intentional. Like we we say some stupid stuff. Yeah. But I think For if, if you actually analyze the majority of our content, mm -hmm. a lot of it is going to make you think. A lot of it is, uh, I, I guess, phil philosophical in nature, and it'll allow you to take a step back and really think on different subjects in your life. Yeah, because although it may seem opinionated at first, I think it's just more of like a an idea starter, you know? Like it's like another school thought almost. Well, even then, that's the yeah. point. Like, yeah. If we don't have opinions, then... What's the point of even being on here? Yeah. That means we're, I think we're generally aware in um, the world and observing, you know? Yeah. They were kind of like, you know, I kind of caught this thought because this and this happened. Yeah. Whatever. Have you ever had somebody try to shame you for having an opinion? Yeah, of course. I, dude, those types are the worst. They're stupid. And then the more you realize, like, here's the thing. This is why I think education is important because that's the real power game. All right. You could be like the biggest guy in the fucking world. If you have a tiny brain, you're an idiot. Like you're you losing. Pea-sized brain. You're losing. You know. Yeah. Why do you think um, Jordan Peterson, when uh, what is it, Morgan Pierce, I think, asked him a question. He's like, "You're the hero to the incel community. What do you What do you think of that?" And he's like, "Sure, <laughs> sure. If that's what you want to call it, you know. But I, but we need that. Yeah. Like why should why should there be one fucking like dominant person, one idea of a person that's like dominating. That doesn't make any sense because you're absolutely false. Jordan yeah. Peterson has the brain for it, you know? Mm -hmm. And he schools many people. It's easy. It's easy for him. And he's winning. Or why but is he, it, Look at him. He's scrawny. I mean, yeah, he's, he's definitely You know, scrawny. like he's not like, oh, I'm lifting 450 tonight. No, I, over, you know? Overhead press with the lobsters. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> but no, I mean, that's a valid point. Yeah. And I think... Um, what was I going to bring up? Why don't people have the intellectual capability to look at somebody and pick their good traits while discarding their bad traits? Like if I look at the liver king, mm -hmm. considering all the shit that went down after we found out that he was a complete fraud, why can't we take his good ideas such as drinking spring water, grounding, sunlight, lifting weight, all that stuff, and really acknowledge that those are good things. Like we always have to focus on the fact that he took a fuck ton of steroids and we have to demonize him for that. I understand that it was a very bad thing, but we really need to parse out the good and bad in people. Mm -hmm. We can't just label people as exclusively good or exclusively bad. It's not helpful. Yeah. I mean, this is what I like about religion too. Okay. is that it always mentions things like, um, I think beneficial things in character development. Okay. Where it's like how to realistically act and how to treat others, okay? And one of them is being always that people are bound to change. You're, they can change, you know? They, someone could be completely evil and this has happened. There's many examples of it, right? And then they repent and then they 
become just good people all of a sudden. The nicest mm. people you've ever met in your life. Mm. Like what happened, you know? And I feel like people can change. I think that we're just misguided in the way we communicate with each other, right? And it all stems from like love in a way. Mm-hmm. They have to have been deprived of something, in my eyes at least, when someone is that evil. You know what I mean? Unless it's a really special case of you were born that way. You know? Yeah. Because there are there, there are scary cases where I've heard like uh, parents have a literal demon child. You know? Just born out like, the womb, since, causing since chaos. Since birth has just been chaotic, has been causing problems, and it's like problems you would never even hear of. You know? Like he yeah. set the house on fire. Um. What else? Always damaging their equipment. Do you really you know, believe that like exists? That. A kid comes out and he's just like causing chaos for no reason, like doing really bad shit. I think so. And I think that's your test in life too. Because hmm. I think if there's no test in life, there's no point in really either getting a reward or living a fulfilling life. It's like, like we've talked about this before, but it's, it's like the yin-yang um, emotions, that kind of stuff, where you bring up um, sadness is good every once in a while. Why? Because without sadness, you won't know what happiness is, mm-hmm. right? And I love that concept because it really goes to show you that you should embrace every single part. Like even if you have um, dark thoughts, yeah, just take it. Why? Because you're going to have lighter thoughts. Like, you need to recognize what light thoughts are. You exactly. won't recognize it unless there's dark ones, you yeah. know? And that's what I like about life in general, is that there's always, like, there's no one clear-cut answer, but it's, like, through everyone's shared experiences, you know, you can always take from from here and there, and with your own experience in life and journey, you'll kind of figure things out as well, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, your mind is growing. And I think what most of the younger generation doesn't understand, by younger I mean up till like 27, dude, 26, okay, is that your brain is not fully developed yet. It is not. Yeah, what is the technical, like age 25? I think for men. Yeah. Women develop much earlier. 25 to 30, realistically. So that's why you see a lot of men settling and starting to do well and have really good discipline and stuff near 30, you know? 31, 32, they're starting to have kids. They're trying to look for to get married. They're trying to look for the one. They're not trying to like mess around anymore. Mm-hmm. That kind of stuff. They're just maturing. And if you ask them why, it's like, I don't know. They're just kind of like, this is how my brain settles now, you know? Yeah. I don't have BS to be wasting my time in. And like you start realizing, it's like that midpoint, okay? Let's just say like the average age is like, what, 65, okay? Here in America, whatever. I've seen a lot of people die at 65. Um, what is 30? That's half. Yep. You know, so that when you start thinking like that, you know, when certain things happen in your life, you're just like, time does move. It does not wait for anyone. I need to get my shit together, you know? Boom. So that's what it is. So you you even, that's why most of your friends don't last anyway. You start only wanting to be around real people. Mm -hmm. Okay. And with real people, they're going to be a lending hand. They're going to be helping you in support, like for your mental uh, business. Um, creative, anything, realistically. And you'll have like a advice mastermind group where it's basically like therapy for adults, you know? Mm. Like a brotherhood type of thing. Yeah, I think after like 20, 
obviously it's different for every every man, but I think tw- around 25, 26, certainly near 27, you start to see patterns. And like you said, you're settled. I think mm-hmm. that's the key word. So you understand like you don't want to deal with any of this stuff and you've had enough experience under your belt to the point where you're, you're focused on a f- few things and you're more focused on just settling into those things as time goes on. Yeah. You would rather give more time to things that matter and the list of things that matter is quite small. But you're and it spending changes a lot of time in it. too. Yeah. The, the list of things that matter change as time goes on as well. Mm-hmm. And if you're not able to, to understand that and see that or you're not willing to let go of certain things that you've held on to, that's a big problem. Like what if I was still trying to pursue professional soccer t- today? 26 years old, approaching 27, what are the chances of that? Yeah, you're applying realism to your situation. And I have other things yeah. that I'm interested in as well. I've, I've come to a certain point where it's like, I've enjoyed the game. I still play it occasionally, but I'm not really mm-hmm. interested in pursuing this. Yeah. I get you. No. Because you're comparing to any other athlete's journey where they started, like they started like 22. They get fun. Dude, I see no? 29, 30 year olds still trying to pursue the game professionally. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I get it. You have a dream. You had a dream since you were like four. Mm-hmm. But father time is a real thing. You're you're not going to be forty year old playing professional soccer over here. Yeah, and kicking ass at it too. <laughs> like you might be mid. You know. Yeah. I don't know, bro. I also saw I saw this funny ass app. I don't know if you've seen them pop up on your feed at Which all. Which ones? But it's like, um, how to meet a Latina. Oh, in bro. less than 24 hours, download this app, bro. you know? And then it just gets me to think, what woman in her right mind would just be like, I am a Latina woman, I am a perfect candidate for this app. A lot of... Let me sign of- up for this. And you just have an overflow of Latina women, and then guys that are only into Latina women would be like, yeah, dude, swipe right. What did they call the app? I have no idea, dude. Let me let me actually see. What is it called? What would you name the app? It's called Slow Up. S-L-O. I don't know, bro. It's just stupid. Like, the way I see it, man, it's like you're in an aisle. Okay, imagine you're in an aisle. It's called the female store, right? You're in an aisle. You're like, yeah, excuse me, do you have any Latinos here? And they're like, yeah, that's aisle 15. And you're like, dope, right? You're just like browsing around. Different ass size, you know, different body shape. Jesus, bro, you're going up the deep end. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You're just like, nah, dude, hold on. Is there another app? I only like German women. You know, <laughs> it kind of rem- reminds me of like those sex robots or whatever the the hell they are. See like what I mean? The, the, those companion robots too. Okay, so women, please don't like don't get offended by any of this. I'm I'm saying what I'm saying is this is absolutely absurd because clearly men created this. Okay, well, yeah, okay. and it follows the same line. Like you said, I'm glad you mentioned the sex toy, sex robot, fucking yeah. um, <laughs> idea. It's the same thing, dude. It's like you're selecting genre on Pornhub. It's the same thing. Like, I, mean, I don't is see it, it though, bro. It kinda is okay. It kinda is because you're taking the connection out of anything, and you're solely focused on a type of visual aesthetic. But what if that's your aesthetic? Do it. Okay, fair you enough. Know? If that's your aesthetic, do it. And but this is the it, problem, dude. This is and why. The, the thing is, I'm not bringing this up from my like own imaginary world. This is from the videos of how they promote it. You sure you're not into Latinas? It's not, it's not about that <laughs> at all, okay? I get you. 
It's just about the way they promote it. It's not like, oh my God, there's two loving Latino people that are trying to Latinate and Latinate. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Bro, Latinate. Not, holy shit. Yeah, it's not like it's not like that's what they're promoting it as. They're promoting it as, yo, this white guy's really into Latina ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he's sick of his own kind. It's not like there's a whole communal thing behind it. it. Okay, it's overly, overtly sexualized. Yes. And this is what I mean, is that we're just, it's coming to a point where we are just admitting that women are objectified. It's almost like that, you know? Yeah. To where, like, oh, yo, you could freely come. It's a safe community in here for you to get rammed tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how it's being promoted. And I'm just like, dog, it's just like the real life. It's the real life tab of a Pornhub genre. Like, I can see that, yeah. Come on, man. Am I saying anything wrong here? No, you're not saying anything wrong. I think... Uh, I, 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 I find think it weird. That's it. Like, It, it certainly is weird um, the way that they approach it and that they make it. But of course it works. That's, mm. that's the messed up thing. It works on these people. Um... It's a certain type of lifestyle. I get it. Yeah. But it's gotten to the point where it's like past that there's a MILF two miles away from your you, home. You can tell that it's come out of a generation that's porn addicted. Yeah. Oh, 100%. You can tell. 100%, dude. Because why wouldn't you start at something subtle and at least more uh, intriguing as opposed to just complete deep end, come and get rammed yeah. on, on Bro, and the thing is, what's funny is that, look- this the, porn really just makes you makes your sexual desire not really there anymore. Why? Because it's at peak, so you need a a higher peak. So what do you do? You need to bring more things to life. You know, and that general fo generally follows like yeah. the process of many drugs. It's annoying. Yeah, it's really annoying that like men are building this stuff because I'm I'm a guy, you're a guy, you know, and the brothers that are around us, we're not really like that. And we look at this crap and we're just like, what the hell? This is like the time we were at HB once at Pacific City. And then two guys came up to these, like two gorgeous girls. They started talking to them, you know? They're just like two little kids, you know? Like, ah, they're trying to hook them up, whatever. And then there's this big, like dark guy, dude. I don't know what he was. He could have been like a Latino. But he sure. had like giant Oakleys on, tatted up on his bike. Really nice body, all right? Mm -hmm. Goes up to these two girls by himself, and he's just talk. He's waiting in line to talk to them. Like, yeah, dude, I got this, bro, with my massive dick energy, you know. <laughs> and we're, I'm just looking at it, and I'm like, dude, hookup culture is insane. Like, it is insane. Let me just focus my entire energy and being and my time on this earth into sex. That's it. That's all that fucking matters to me. Yeah, I mean, it overtakes. It does, and and you can see it in a lot of hookup culture. A lot of guys. I I'm, I don't know what the solution to that like is. What happened to? Just I like, I don't know if tradition is ever going to come back to. Bro, we have no idea. But you know what? The more the most of what we could do is kind of just like just bring it up every once in a while. Just like kind of shame it, you know? Yeah. Because people, a lot of people shamed Adam Twenty Two for what whatever he did. I think you should be shamed yeah, for that, obviously. Yeah, that's like a stupid thing to do. You know? Yeah, it's, it was disgusting. I don't know, bro. Uh, point is, what started off as, check out these MILFs two miles away from you. 
tonight, you know? It's all popped up to, on your Instagram. All the way to select any type of Latina girl on this app. That's incredible. Like, I don't know, bro. It's cool. It's cool, I guess. Um, it's just that I will... I don't know. Like, I'd like, I would like to see some change within guys because we're the reason OnlyFans is doing well. That's a great point, too. You know? Yeah. And then when everyone talks about, like, Jordan Pe Peterson being the incel community hero, I'm just like, it's still an incel community. Like, what's... Like, you know, it's degenerates, bro. I don't know, man. And that's how I see it, honestly. If you're sex addicted, you are a degenerate. I said it clear. There we go. Well, yeah, because you're, you're, uh, your biology has turned against you. And now it controls you. It's your master. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Got anything else for us? I don't know. Just uh, also, what do you guys think about mullets? Oh my God, God mullets, dude, bro. Mullets just remind me of like the most horrific crap I've seen in my life. I think the only person who can rock a mullet is mm. Theo Vaughn. Yeah, the he's chill with it. Only person. That you can see. Yeah. But I'm saying like, when you see like some Arab dude, you know, rocking a mullet, like he's from South Georgia or something. I'm like, bro, bro, just, uh, you know, clean up your hair. Cousin. Yeah, I don't know why. You know, it's not a sexy look, bro. It's disgustingly horrifying. Why do you think it's becoming, <laughs> is it becoming popular in the Arab community? I see a lot of people doing it. Like, it's just kind of like a wave, you know? <laughs> the, they don't... The this, I've talked about trend. hair before, right? Where I'm just like, pick a haircut that suits your face and hair and, and head and just like the shape of your overall structure. And stick with it. And stick with it, you know? Yeah. Don't be like, oh, everyone's getting an undercut. Let me get an undercut. Like, no. What if it doesn't belong on you? Yeah. It's the same type of thing. You have it shows me you have zero personality. And you just hop on waves. Wave after wave. Wave after wave. Slowly sinking. Anyway. Why why would someone get a mullet though? Like what is the reason behind I don't know, man. Choosing that like style? The, the, the only time I see mullets, right? Are like from TV shows where you see like scum of like redneck town. Or, like, Vikings from way back then where there was, like, barbarians. Yeah. They'd have mullets. Um, stuff like that. I know the history of mullets is, like, it was a cut because back in the olden days, when it was cold in the winter and they would ride horses and whatever, the back of their hair would keep their necks warm. Oh, so it actually has function. It does have function. It comes from a function standpoint. Oh, interesting. You know? And um, the, the front is short so that your hair isn't in your face. You have visual 24-7. That's it. It's kind of like the whole mullet for point of it is. It's not made to look good. But what's happening now is that people are like, yeah, this is the new badass look. <laughs> I just, <laughs> just like, bro, I'm going to grab your hair from the back. You know? Just take that God, shit down. Bro. You know? Like, I'm not saying mullets are bad. I think what I'm saying is decide if a mullet is for you. And if I, it looks I think good, we can agree that if you're Middle Eastern, a mullet is bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, especially. Hey, hey where are you from, Buster? <laughs> Lebanon. <laughs> well, like considering the context yeah. of the Middle Eastern culture, a fucking mullet, really? Doesn't make sense, bro. I don't know. Have man. you gone that far to the extreme? <laughs> 
This is the funny time we live in, you know, where we're know, merely man. like just hopping on waves. You know, no personality needs to be involved. Okay. My only personality needs to shine in DMs and online. Okay. I must not know how to talk in person ever because that's not necessary. It's not necessary. Bro, it is so messed up what, what the internet has done to this young generation. I swear to God, man. If you don't believe me, look up 1990s videos from high school or high schoolers on YouTube. And just look through it. Looks look so, look like so much fun. Look how people operated. Everyone would just be talking, communicating, you know, doing great things, telling jokes, laughing. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's a different type of energy. And if you don't think so, I'm sorry, but you're blind. <laughs> yeah. And you can see this in people who create content, especially like on Twitter. This is something I'm exploring. Mm -hmm. But the idea that a lot of people hide behind the keyboard and they oh, think yeah. that writing is the only way that well, is the only way that will uh, propel them to success. Yeah. But now I find that it's even more important to be on video, to be on camera, uh, to put your voice out there. It's always the old stuff, dude. Because then leadership skills like will never rise with just writing behind a keyboard. Yeah. And people can see right through you. Yeah. They can see right through your character the moment you get on fucking video or the moment you start speaking. Yeah. Most fights I see on Twitter involve some sort of comment that says, yeah, you can hide behind a masculine profile picture and do all this stuff behind a keyboard, behind your phone, behind whatever. And you will never do anything if we were in the same room. Do you know? You about, wouldn't even mention this topic. Do you know about Carnivore Aurelius? No. That uh, Twitter account? Mm-mm. Twitter and Instagram account. Basically a statue account. It's mm -hmm. a fucking woman. Are you serious? Yeah, it's a woman. What the hell? This entire time, hundreds of thousands of followers. Everyone believes this person's a man, but it's a woman. Wow. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that there's per a se. There's a lesson there though. But when you look at, their, when you look at her content, mm -hmm. a lot of the shit she's trying to pass off is, as if she's a man. Okay. So she's trying to do that. And it's, and it's fucking weird, bro. I'm telling you, it's weird. Yeah. Dude, that's so funny. I was listening to um, Gad Saad today. Uh, oh, I love that dude. On uh, JRE. Yeah. And he was mentioning like, or uh, J Joe Rogan was mentioning um, something that I was already thinking about, which was cool. I love episodes like that where they just link up with something you've already been thinking about. Yeah. Um, he says, basically, there's people on Twitter where their whole sole purpose is to just inject like random BS that they know is not true just to like trigger uh, a fight, you know? Mm -hmm. Like uh, one of his friends or something that was on his podcast t tweeted something about neo-fascism and he was just like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> you know, there's people arguing in the comments, lots of views. See, addiction. He's like, he knows that he doesn't believe that and he's just lying and he's just throwing out an idea that would just spark hate. That, yeah, you know? that's a very twisted, like... I'm not saying I, I believe in it, but I I just tweeted that, you know? Yeah. People run their accounts on that. I just see, that's so twisted. You know, and, uh, you know, what we used to call trolling is not trolling anymore. It's just, in reality, people just want to be famous for the stupidest, most mundane crap. Just looking at their number, jerking off to it, you know? Oh, 18 million views, you know? Like, oh. Doesn't make sense. 7,000 bookmarks. Yeah. Oh my God, yes. Look at these impressions. Yeah, and it's only going to get worse. Steak dinner tonight. What? It's only going to get worse for people too. Yeah. Bro, what, like I swear when Tom Hanks dies, man. When Tom Hanks dies. When Tom Hanks dies. 
it's going to really show you that people that are genuine, real, that care about others truthfully, you know, and um, are against lying, against putting a mask on, you know, all that stuff, are going to diminish slowly. You want Batman to diminish, bro? Yes. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's been a uh, it's been a wild time. I have a hard time f- being able to fathom things for the most part for the past like four years, dude. <laughs> just just unbelievable. It's huh? fun to talk about. Yeah, it is fun to talk about. That's why we have a podcast. After yes, all. sir. Um, I'm glad uh, everyone that has been listening to this is listening, and I just want to leave you with a note, basically saying that. Please look into your self-awareness and figure out if you've ever wronged yourself and if you've ever just lacked awareness in general within certain viewpoints or certain bits of knowledge or certain avenues. You know, you might be lacking education somewhere and it's completely fine. No one will ever be the smartest person on earth. Everyone is always learning. Yeah, the more you you learn the more you realize how much you don't know. Yeah. Absolutely. And think the easiest way to start is to be the best person out of everyone you know. Okay? Try, if you strive for that, you know, through action, um, just care, you know? It starts with care, realistically. So if you show enough care, you'll start to, like, change something within you. And then you kind of be exposed to this vulnerable land of like, man, maybe I'm not as educated as I want to be, mm-hmm. you know, and it just kind of starts from there. So I think that's a good way to go about it. But um, yeah, stop staring at us, you guys. Anyway, go check us out in the description below. Use any of these links and uh, pick code 2AM to save some money. Stay tuned for some dedicated episodes too. Yes, sir. We will catch you next time. Peace.